All right, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Shams podcast. We just finished. We just finished breaking down episode forty-three. This is episode forty-four of the podcast. Episode last episode was WandaVision episode four, and we're actually going to be on track now for WandaVision episode five. So this one is on a very special episode. So this episode itself was actually a longer episode compared to like the 20, 30 minute episodes that we've had in the past, because after last episode, which kind of hit, kind of like broke reality, um, this one goes in between the two. And so, hold on. I, I'm, check, I'm checking my notes really quickly here. Uh Sorry. Uh, okay, so this episode takes place in the 80s because the last, the second to last episode took place in the 70s. So this episode actually, because um, the past shows, the past shows took place, like we're, referenced, we're referencing one show. This one references three shows, Family Ties, uh, growing pains in Full House, and obviously Full House because Elizabeth Olsen, because she's a part of a trip. She's part I of triplets. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm sorry. I just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just kind of cool. Oh, sorry. Are you done? Sorry. All right. Anyway, um, sorry. it references Full House because obviously they came out in the eight, like it was referencing the '80s. The show Full House was, but also because uh, I forgot which little sister it was. I just know it was the youngest one. Uh, Wand uh, Elizabeth Olsen's sisters actually portrayed her in the Full House show, but we actually see another hint at Full House at the end of the episode, which I'll be bringing up. So first, we actually see that Wand we so so we see because I refer- referenced this in the previous episode that this is like Wanda's talking to I mean Vision's talking to Wanda about how uh, about how Mo- why Monica had to leave and he she goes she had no place here. So there's actually like three different ways that she said this through the past three episodes, which I broke down in the last episode, and I don't want to repeat since I have a lot of shit here today. So go look at those episodes. So anyway, and just every previous episode, I mean, mo- our voices are pretty sexy. So I mean, anyway, so I think, well, but anyway, um, I think that seeing this part was actually very crucial as episode. Because I've mentioned this in previous episodes that Vision's starting to get a mind of his own, which we actually see. I actually we actually see why in this episode, and I've we've all figured it out. And I, I'm going to build off of this later in the episode. And so, uh, but anyway, we actually see that Vision has a mind of his own, and it's not just something Wanda create created in a reality precisely, but in a sense, she did. So I'm going to like. Finish the episode and then break down chunks that I, I really want to talk about. So next we actually go to the 80s episode where Wanda's trying to make her kids go to sleep. But she can't use her magic on them. And maybe that's because they're a part of Mephisto's soul. And okay. what? <laughs> okay maybe it's because she they the childs are part of Mephisto's soul just like in the comics or it's it most likely the fact that they're her they're wanda's kids and they're just really powerful and maybe since like if we're going the Mephisto way uh way it's kind of like how she couldn't get rid of stork 
with her magic, and it just stayed there. So you don't know. We don't know. We probably will know by the end of this episode, this season. But you know, I'm impatient myself. So next, we actually see that uh, that the kid. Yeah, we actually see that Agnes comes over, and so uh, who's Agatha Harkness, obviously, and she calls herself Auntie Agatha. Ag- Agnes, or something, something. She she clarifies herself as the aunt, which is obviously taken from the comics, where Ag- Agatha is taking care is an elderly witch that takes care of uh, Wanda's kids. But take keep keep witch keep witch in your head. But um anyway, she goes, "Can I take care of your kids?" And Vision goes, "No," just just flat out. And technically, he goes off quote unquote the script. And when she says, and when this happens, Agnes goes, looks at, just looks at Wanda, just even like, at, she acts like well, Vision's not even there. She goes, "Do you want, do you want to redo that? Do, do you want to redo that?" As if it's, this is like a TV show, which it is, and it's not. My breakdowns are the best because they're confusing as fuck. But anyway, they don't redo the scene which we saw in a promo clip a couple months back. They actually just go off of this, like it's a, uh, it's I forgot what it's called, uh, where you just come up with things on the fly. What's it called? Like they do it at bars. Uh, oh, um, improv. That's right. That improv. That's what. It's yeah. Like. They go off of it like improv. But anyway, Wanda lets her take care of the kids. Cause she she doesn't really give a fuck, but because uh, she can't get a break with the kids. And so that's how she kind of convinces Vision to take care of the kids. But anyway. Okay. But anyway, she takes care of the kids. And then, like, as Vision's talking to Wanda off to the side, because he doesn't doesn't trust Agnes, Agnes is, like, off to the side. And then she goes, damn, these kids. And the kids come running probably, like, at the age of five or six. And they're both surprised by how fast they grow up. And this is probably because Agnes did something to them. Because we see them both go off the side of the camera because it pans to Wanda and Vision. So Agnes most likely did something. Unless she has, like, two sets of kids for every age, just magically in her pocket or basement. I mean, you never know. That's weird. You never know. That's, that's kind of autistic. You don't have kids in your basement, Hobby? Obviously, I do. I have, like, ten of them. What then, about you? I have twelve you of them. And I got, like, fifteen. Roman Are you out kidnapping me, Louie? I will get 16. And the best part, is, best part is the authorities don't even know that there's a basement in this house. According <laughs> to the blue person, one does not exist. Plays law and order theme fine. very loudly. No. But uh, anyway, we see that um, we see that Ag- Agatha like disappears. And so they go into the kitchen, all four of WandaVision and the kids. And so they're like five or something. And then all of a sudden, like, a dog like vision goes to go do something and like a dog i guess comes through the door or like one of the kids finds a dog somewhere and so the kid and the dog walks in and uh they get it's it's a, it's a normal dog it's a mud basically from the streets you know it's a crip dog it's, it's a crip or a blood you don't know it's very dangerous out there on the streets <laughs> but anyway they the kids ask wanda if they could take care of the kid if they could take care of the dog and vision Kind of gets into her head and goes, uh, no, they're five. Do you think they can take care of a fucking dog? Uh, use some common sense, woman. 
and she actually listens to Vision for once, but we actually see that she breaks away from this later on in the episode. She goes, all right, how about this? When you get 10, you can have a dog, but you just can't take care of a living thing right now. Hmm. It's very hard to do as she's take care, taking care of a living uh, synthesoid sex, sex bot. But anyway, I, I want to start a petition for a techno tech necrophilia. I want to start a petition for that, for that to become a sexuality just as a joke. But uh, anyway, um, anyway, as soon as they like, they start talking about the dog, guess who walks in the door magically through the back door? Cause you know, in sitcoms, you can just walk through any fucking door in the house and you're not going to have a problem with it. Like, I mean, if some person just walked in my back door, I'm obviously not going to like, I'm obviously just going to let them walk in and just see whatever the yeah, fuck they obviously, want. Yeah, obviously, that's, obviously that's what, what's up, random homeless person. You can most definitely steal and rape me. But yes, um, you want to do all those things you, John. You could steal me. You could steal me. Take me to your take me to your basement. Out kid, you can out kidnap Louis. Steal Josh. Steal Josh. Do it. You won't. Now I'm gonna have homeless people outside my door. Thank you. But uh, anyway, so Agnes actually walks in and she with a dog door, a dog in, inside doghouse, I guess, which I've never really seen before, which we've actually seen in promo art, which I'm actually going to use for this uh, for the Instagram page. So maybe if you can see it, I don't know. I don't know if you'll see it, but I'll point it out in the post if you can't see it. But um, anyway, at that like exact moment, she ironically goes, oh, I, I overheard that you um. You had a dog that you might, uh, you know, want to. Uh, you might have a dog, so I brought this dog house over. And just Wanda, ironically, just ironically, you know, Wanda, oh, and Vision's dog. just like, like every single time Agnes appears, Vision's just like, bitch. But uh, what do you want? Uh, what Wanda's just like, you're you're really gonna do this? As I just told the kids, they can't have a dog until they turn the age of ten. And then oh, Agnes no. goes, well. I'm sure you can be at the age of 10. And they magically turn up to the age of 10. We see them like morph with Disney XD ass features growing that we've seen in like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. But uh, anyway, we actually see it. So Agnes goes, so what are you, you going to name the mutt that you just found that you just told the kids you can't have, but I said you could. Uh, so the dog thinks it's a funny idea to actually go uh, chew on the electrical outlet. And so they call him Sparky, which is actually, you know, just fucking kill the dog. Not going to have PETA at your door. Not going. Uh, disrespection, disrespection of animals. But uh, anyway, they call it Sparky, which is a reference to the Vision comics, which is the show is kind of based off of where Vision somehow lives in a suburban house with a synthesoid wife and two kids and a dog, which was actually the neighbor's dog, where the neighbor's dog actually was like digging somehow in Vision's backyard. And actually bit on, like, he, he chewed on the Grim Reaper's body and, like, blew himself up. Yeah. Marvel Comics just gets fucking wacky. Like, so, yeah, in this, the neighbor's dogs, it was chewing on the Grim Reaper's body. Anyway, which is just it's, now, it's now all over the state of Texas. Which is ironically in somebody's backyard. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so Vision, like, I guess he tries to hide. I didn't read the comic. I just... Seem like I I break down my episodes and I get my info from other people. But anyway, uh, apparently he like rebuilds the dog into a synthesoid, 
But like in that comic, it gets even worse for Sparky the dog because like the Vision's daughter get, gets like pissed at one moment and like slams the dog into the fucking wall like it's WWE Raw. And she probably, she probably goes like to the dog's corpse. You can't see this. You can't see this. Um, but anyway, um, and the dog fucking dies twice in one comic series. And then like in the in the series, like when when his intestines are all over the fucking floor with like windows still probably downloading. Um, we actually said there's like a flower in there. I'm outside right now. I'm so big of a snow, guys. So this is pretty snowy like you guys. Okay. But uh, we know you're sucking Frosty the Snowman's dick. But anyway, we see like we see, the Vision's daughter sees a flower in the um, in like that Sparky in the comics, which relates to later in the episode where Agnes finds like where they find Agnes with the apparently dead Sparky in her hands that had died on Agnes's bush of poisonous flowers, which is ironically just outside of her house, which HOA definitely approved. So, you know, random kid can go yeah. eat that, die in the fucking front yard. No, you know, can't have wood outside of your house, but you can definitely have poisonous bushes like it's fucking plants versus zombies. But, you know, you know. Plants zombies. Plants zombies is such a fun game. When? I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah, it's a fun game. No, Garden Warfare 2 is the best. Yes! Boom. Oh yeah, I, I booted up Garden Warfare 1 the other day. That game is still amazing. Was was I the only one that would like rage in PV PVZ2? Like when you when you had like just got a key and you were gonna go open up like a new time world and like you played a couple levels and you go, fuck, I made the wrong decision. Cause like this world's yes, like really yes, hard. Yes, yes. And it's like yes. pick your ass. Like, you want... I could never get past, like... I can make it past every island besides, like, the the, the Zedding Garden one. The summer one. The summer one is a bitch. I hate that one. I want that one to rot in hell. That one is pretty bad. It's so annoying. The water's like, oh, you have no blood? You know, you know, like, a a lily pad is so fucking amazing as a plant. Why the fuck do I want... I want something effective that doesn't die. But uh, anyway, getting back to the topic of the podcast. Hold on, hold on, though. Can we talk about, like, for a split second, the new one, like, <laughs> Battle for Neverville? Can we talk about how bad it is? How trash you make a game? You literally removed the main part of the game. You, you said, hold on, let me just get rid of character variants. But, oh, what's the point about character variants? You must be out of your mind. Like, a show just removed, yeah. like, removed half the characters. Like, come on, the character variants was this the reason why I played Plan for the Zombies on there for two. No, the reason the reason I played it was because I saw Skylar and her boy and girl, Skylar and her boy and girl's dad play it. I was inspired by the hit their dad to play the game. So you know, that's why I played the game. Yes, the daddy. The monetization. Anyway, so cutting back to the episode. So as a so I, after like the dog scene, it cuts to Vision at his job, which is ironically still the same as everything else has progressed. It's still the same job that we saw in episode uh, one during the 50s era. What was it called again, mm-hmm. Louie? You told me in, like when we first broke down the 50s episode. Some computer. What was it called? I love Lucy. No, 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 no. What are we talking about? V- Vision's, Vision's job. What is it? It's like a computer, some computer interface business. 
I forgot what it was, but I remember right. you, you telling me what it was in the first episode. But anyway. Well, if you can't figure it out, go back to the first one that we were dead, and then you'll find out. But anyway, ironically, it's, it's still like the same company, and we see like, it's the same people. And so the guy that's working next to him is still Norm, the Indian dude. Which uh, ironically got made as the butt of the joke of being a communist in episode two. You know. Oh my god, that was so hilarious. You know, communism funny. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, bro. It's such a joke. But anyway, we. <laughs> but anyway, in this scene, we see that uh, Vision is like booting up email, <laughs> the oldest form, the oldest form of email, where it goes, "You have." Mail like loud as fuck, mail. and it's like an it's you like mail. it's mail from sword and like it's this weird scene where everybody actually like uh, like reads the email and sync and sync, and so at that moment, Vision like puts his like two fingers up against like the forehead of Norm, and like this yellow stuff, it like shit happens, which we actually saw when Vision was fighting. Ultron and locking him out of like all the nuclear codes and all that shit because Vision, because Ultron had actually locked on like the whole network in Avengers Age of Ultron. And so, like, that same thing Vision did to Ultron is the same thing Norm did. And like, when he did that, he woke up Norm from Ron, like, whoever is controlling him. He and then, like, Norm goes, Hey, I gotta check. He's like looking for his phone. He goes, I gotta check on my sister and my father. My father's sick and my sister's checking on him, which is we actually see. Which I might I'd either be an error like in the ep, in the show itself, or it's like a hint because we saw this in the previous episode in that wall that Jimmy Woo made of like characters, like actual citizens in this world that Wanda has here. They all have a bio with a photo from the like the show and like the driver's license and his in Norm's bio. They don't. That's not obviously not their real name. It's just the Norm's show. But I I don't care enough to find their name in real life. In the faulty real life, which is just a media real life, which in real life, I don't give a shit either. But um, they, his little synopsis was that Vision awoke him and he's at, and basically he's asking for his father. So I don't know if it was a, like an error in the show or it's just hinting at what's going to happen next episode. But anyway, Vision, like Vision, Vision goes, what? And he, Norm goes, Vision, you have to, you have to promise me. She's, she's in my head. It hurts. It's hurt so bad. You have to stop her. And he keeps saying she and her. So he doesn't say who. So it could be Agatha. I mean, Agnes, Wanda, um, Dottie, which we haven't seen yet, or Herb. We haven't seen Black Herb. We haven't seen him. I, I want to see him again. He's funny. But anyway. Yes. After Get this, after this, we actually cut to a real world, which is Monica getting a checkup. And we actually see that through her scans. That there's like nothing down there. I, I don't know if it was like an X-ray scan or anything. The way she had, I, nothing, I, think, I think it was, but that was it was like so weird. It was it, it was it was a random. It was a scan, and we actually see that like we actually see like her like shoulders, but we see it's just all white, which could be pointing to the fact that in the comics she's a superhero, Proton slash Spectrum slash Captain Marvel. But uh, um, anyway. Yeah, that, that's what it could be pointing at. So maybe like at the end of the show. At, maybe at the end of the show, um, they like she'll get her powers. Like maybe from like when she got pushed out of the reality by Wand in the previous two episodes. Like that and being a part of the blip made her uh, 
made her get her powers. I don't know. But we actually see, like, they actually create a, they're, like, trying to create a plan of, like, how they're going to get back in the reality. And so, like, she's all through, like, her, Jimmy, and uh, the person, those in Thor, I'm blanking here. Let's look at Google Chrome, because Google Chrome is my best friend. Darcy Lewis, my bad. Um, yeah, pretty funny. Google is my friend. They, they talk about, like, this, like, they talk about this Jeep that could, that can, like, enter there. And uh, we actually see this in the promo clip for the next episode. But um, they actually, when Jimmy Wu is talking about, he's, he references Captain Marvel. And uh, Monica doesn't like it. She, like, throws it off. She goes, we don't talk about Captain Marvel. <laughs> Bitch. That's right. You're not Wait, the fucking why? strong. I'm like, I'm so confused about that. What, why? It's because Brie Larson said she's the strongest Avenger. And nobody fucking agrees with that. We all know it's mm -hmm. fucking Jarvis. Bitch. But, uh. Anyway, man really said, hold on. But maybe like the reason Monica doesn't like Captain Marvel is because she left and she never came back, especially since like maybe she never saw Maria, Monica's mother, when she was dying in her last mm -hmm. stages, or maybe uh she was the reason that she was she was dying, like maybe they worked together on like some nuclear thing or maybe the her cosmic radiation from the test right that uh carol had went off on uh, maria and that's why she had cancer we don't know but we just see that she doesn't like her and so they eventually come up with the plan to send in a drone into the reality and so like we cut back to the i i guess we cut back to um the fate like wanda's reality we see that like their their dog goes like sparky like escapes out the door so Wanda and her two kids run out there, and then like we cut back to the real reality. No, we like it's like it's like in between really quickly, and so like we see that Monica's controlling the drone. She's like Wanda, Wanda, I'm your friend. You can trust me, uh, which is like a theme for this episode. Hey, I'm your friend. You can trust me. So, uh, and she, like and it's so, like then we cut to, like the scenes in the actual episode, and like throughout these whole scenes, we don't see the drone at all, which is kind of cool. It's like that editing thing that we've seen in the previous ep episodes that either Wanda or somebody else behind this all is doing. And so, and then the dumbass who's in charge, director of S.H.I.E.L.D., Hayward, he goes, you know, it's a smart idea. Let's throw, shoot a fucking missile at the most powerful person on the world right now whose powers are still not yet available known to man. So let's, let's throw a fucking missile out at her. This guy's a fucking dumbass. And then he's even more of a dick because earlier in this episode at like a briefing that Jimmy Woo's in charge of, he makes Wanda the villain, which most definitely means since any cinema rules that Wanda is not the villain. I mean, somebody else is behind this because this dude's being a massive cock, not just any cock. He's being a stubby cock, a short cock. I hate this man. I, I, he was kind of chat at first, but now he really said, hold on, let me, let me just make this girl the victim. I'm like, hold on, no. You don't tell my second favorite Marvel character that, okay? You can't just go around and say that to people, okay? Because you're right this minute. No, 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 no. Take that back. I just... <laughs> But but any but any anyway anyway during this the scene we also see that we also hear um, Wanda's parent Wanda and Pietro's parents uh, actual real names 
or apparently, even though Magneto's the parent. But I don't know. We hear that for the first time in the MCU. For the MCU's parents. I don't, I don't fucking know if it's Magneto's parents or not. I don't fucking know anymore. Confusing. The show makes me angry. Makes me think about shit. I don't stop thinking about it. I have to take notes on it. Waste my pages of my notes. I'm going to four pages next episode. I can guarantee that. But anyway, yes. uh, you, we see that uh, the drone loses connection. Yeah, so everybody, and like there's a breach in the wall. And we actually see that everybody goes up to the wall and she's a bunch of guns. And we see that somebody's coming out of here. Guess who the fuck it is? It's Wanda in her um, Scarlet Witch costume. And she actually, when she's, when, she, when she's talking, she actually converts a little bit back to her Sokovian accent. And uh, she basically says, this is your one and all, this is like your first and final warning. Stay the fuck away from my reality. I like the way it is. Uh, I don't want to be fucked with. I'm not doing anything to anybody here. And Monica tries talking to her. And uh, she goes, hey, I'm your friend. You would have killed me in there if you didn't fucking trust me. He goes, she goes, you trusted me to deliver your babies, which, I mean, is true. And we actually see that Wanda's still a little bit, like, trust Monica in a minute. And then, like, dumbass Hayward again goes, I don't know if we could actually trust you, you know. He goes, everybody, aim, aim your weapons at her. I think that's a smart idea. The bitch who's the fucking strongest person in the world right now still. Fucking smart dumbass goes, um, yeah, no, we're going to have to take you into our care. We're not going to let you go back in that reality. She goes, bitch, I don't think so. And she, like, points all the guns at Hayward. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Chill the fuck out. Chill the actual really fuck said, out. She really said she you're really going back to the gulag. Let me change, your, let me change up the reality. Just, she, she, really, she really told Hayward you're going back to the gulag, bitch. But, uh. He says, say, go say hello to the gulag. This Can scene. Really dog water? This scene actually connects to, um. How Magneto. In the first X Men movie and other X Men movies, points guns at officers. So which which was pretty cool. And then we cut to the commercial of the episode, Lagos, the best paper towel company out there. It's Lagos. clean. It cleans up messes that you didn't even mean to make. Uh, this is obviously a reference to Lagos um, at the very beginning of Civil War when uh, Crossbones did a suicidal bomb. On himself, his bomb vest, like the Nerf one, the Nerf meme, which I still want to buy on the black market. But uh, anyway, uh, in this, in that scene in Civil War, uh, Wanda actually like contains him and like pushes him up into the air. This is before like Wanda can like actually control her ultimate ability because she like her powers are still limited. So she like pushes it up in the air. The smart thinking, and uh, and she she can't control it anymore because she like. Saves all the people down here, but she, like, blows out a whole fucking floor in the building, which actually, like, causes all the events of Civil War and all this rifting between the, like, Avengers breaking up and the Sokovia Accords and all that shit. But we, like, Lagos, I like how the ma what they're cleaning up is, like, red juice, like, blood for uh, this episode. I mean, like, when I first watched this, I didn't know what it was. I, I'm like, what the fuck is Lagos? I kept thinking of Eggos, like, waffles. I'm like, What? But uh, anyway, we cut back to the real reality, and this is, like, going back to the scene where, like, Sparky escaped. And, like, the same mailman that we saw in episode two appears. He goes, the, and, like, the kids go, hey, have you seen our dog? The mailman goes, no, I'm sure your your mom will let him go far. Hinging at that, Wanda has some authority in this town. And we actually find out that uh, 
maybe the uh, mailman is the missing persons case from episode four, but we don't know. I highly doubt they think that they would waste on the fucking uh, mailman. But who knows? But um, we cut to them going to uh, Agnes's uh, gardens where the dog is like ironically just fucking chewing on uh, poisonous flowers. <coughs> Herbs. <coughs> Herbs are used by witches. Agnes uh, is a witch most likely. I don't know if like the dog's actually dead because the dog was just in a covered up. I mean, that could have just been her, like, covering up a dead corpse out of, like, being a nice, like, using some common fucking knowledge like nobody fucking does in this show. I don't know. But, uh, anyway, uh, the kids go, why can't she just bring it back to life, Mom? Like, I guess, I, I guess they're, like, hinting at the fact that, uh, I, that she brought back, brought Vision back to life because during that scene earlier in, the, like, it's sword. We actually see that Wanda, like, the events, like, right after Tony's funeral in Endgame, she actually, like, break, breaks into the sword facility and takes Vision's body, which was, like, being, wasn't, like, complete, like, destroyed into pieces. Most likely because Hayward was using it for weapons, which we was referenced when him and Monica were talking before they got into the opposite of episode four, which is probably why he didn't want Monica in charge, because he, he knew Monica has a soft spot for heroes and isn't a complete dick. And so he probably didn't want Monica and taking his job and also messing with that. But anyway, is the kids go, can't you just bring back dead people? And like earlier in this episode, uh, they're talking about the kids were talking to Wanda about her brother. Now he's dead. And she go, she has a nice talk with them basically saying, yeah, I can't bring back dead people. It's wrong. You know, Synthesoids is all right. Yes, bringing back dead people, actually living beings, is wrong. But bringing back sex toys is all right. And then at the same no, time, right. and then at the same time, Agnes goes, "You can bring back dead people." Like, like. I'm bringing dead people out tonight. Oh my god! Like, just say the damn dog. I, either she's like pushing Wanda to bring him back, or she's like just pushing it even further. She knows like no shit about Wanda because Wanda and Vision want to hide their powers. But like at the beginning of this episode, Wanda goes, "Oh, why do I have to hide my powers? I'm not like you're the fucking strongest person on the earth, bitch." But you know, whatever floats floats your boat. But anyway, bye bye. Wanda goes back to her kid. She goes, "No, don't age. Don't don't do it." Because uh, Agnes, because Agnes is talking talking to them about like sorrow and how you need to grow up. Mind you, they're at the age of ten now because they aged three different times last episode. And Wanda goes, "No, don't fucking age up. I swear to God, I'll beat your asses." Um, but uh, anyway, at the same time, Vision comes back from work, and so it cuts to a scene where they're in the kitchen, and Vision goes, "I heard what happened between Norm, you little bitch." I go, "He goes, I know what you're doing." He goes, "I know." that you're using you're controlling everybody here but we don't actually know that for a fact norm said she her maybe agnes maybe somebody else dotty i have a pyramid that i want to break down in a second because i'm an egyptian but also um as vision's trying to talk to wanda being you know smart person that she i mean vision is because we actually see at the beginning of this episode 
Vision is, has a drift, a drift. He's drifting away from Wanda. Every episode is progressing, and now they're having a fight. And like Wanda wants to evade this fight by just putting up fake um, end credits. And some dumbass, some dumbasses thought, "Oh, this is where the actual episode ends." So they actually just stopped watching the actual episode. Pissed me off. But um, uh, anyway, then we go back to the living room. Like the credits just disappear, and they're having an argument. And all of a sudden, you hear. Vision goes, I'm not getting that fucking door finishing this conversation. Wanda goes, Yeah, you dumbass, you dumbass word. Wanda goes, Well, you know, you know, as as the rule as the rules to um every sitcom, I must open the door. He goes, No, I know you're just pulling this shit so we don't have to talk. And then Wanda does he pulls something where she pulls something like I'm telling you, I'm not in charge of this. Why would I lie to you? Which could be a lie or her telling the truth. We don't fucking know. This bitch is insane. Making me insane. True. But then actually we see at the door, it cuts to Wanda's face. She goes, <sighs> and then bitch goes, who the fuck is that? And then we see somebody's gray hair in a leather jacket. Dun, dun, dun. It's Quicksilver by, um, from the X-Men series. Uh, the X-Men movies actually by, um, where is this? Is it? This guy was literally on Google. Oh, by Evan Peters, my bad. Not the same one that was in the um, uh, MCU who was played by the guy who plays Kick-Ass. But they are both in Kick-Ass. But um, anyway, it's played by I Evan. Was he, he was He was played, uh, he, he appears from the X-Men um, series and not actually the... Um, MCU series, so maybe this is because Mephesto couldn't actually you like bring back from the dead the MCU's Piet Pietro, like they referenced earlier. You can't just bring back a dead person. Maybe, 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 or maybe Wanda did it using the same ideology, and they just so whoever did it originally from both ideologies pulled like. Uh, this Pietro out of the X out of the X Men um, different timeline. I mean universes, multiverse. Doctor Strange, maybe I don't know, but maybe maybe when maybe when Wanda was talking to her kids about Pietro, they are nudging at her because maybe Mephisto is the kid's soul, which is why she couldn't get her kids to like shut the fuck up at the beginning of the episode. Uh. It actually made Wanda accidentally bring him back to life or take him out of a different reality, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <clears throat> just, just nodding at something there. And then this uh, this Quicksilver goes, who the fuck's that Popsicle? Which obviously referencing um, Vision. But anyway, I have a triangle here. So in the Catholic religion, in Catholicism, there's a triangle for the Trinity. Tr tr trinity in the middle of the triangle it's, in the middle of the in the triangle it's god which is like all these three people make up god so in the top it's the father the bottom is the son third is the holy spirit and so all three of them make up god because they're the holy trinity so mind you this is mephesto that we've been talking about so what if either all three of these characters are mephesto in some time or fashion so quicksilver dotty agnes slash wanda or they are all related to Mephesto. I actually, like, this is something I want to talk about in, like, the later episodes. Like, maybe if we see it again, I can bring back up the Mephesto triangle. Because, obviously, I am an Egyptian, and this must be brought up. Obviously.
But anyway, that's the end for this episode. Pretty wild-ass episode. Took a, a lot of my notes. Took a while watching videos, breaking down shit, watching this episode multiple times, watching it off of other people's phones during lunch periods. You know, the, the usual. But anyway, I really enjoyed this episode. Javi, what did you think about this episode? By far one of the best episodes in this, of the season right now. For now. For now. Because, bro, she really came out of the portal. She said, hold on, let me get my badass coat on. What'd you say to me? And she said, right now, she said, turn around, bitch. She's like, sit down. She really put him in face. I'm like, bro. Yeah, it, it, it was one of the best episodes. And she, she didn't say, hold my beer. She said, hold my, uh, she said, hold my missile launching, um, hold my missile launching drone as she went back into reality. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm really excited for like more episodes of this series. Series is getting better as we progress. Uh, Louie had to go to bed, but he told me this episode was really great. Uh, thank you, Louie, for coming on the air today. I love you, Louie. I'm going to keep a recording of that and use that to my will. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. Go check out the previous breakdown. I hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. Go check out the previous breakdowns which we keep referencing. Go check out our Instagram page, Always New Update. We're going to be coming out with Fresh Yams update episode pretty soon, you know, because I'm, like, lazy and I can't do shit. Plus, we have the Super Bowl, so, you know, you know, got to watch the Super Bowl candy Fresh Yams update. I mean, you know. Anyway. Anyway. That's all we have for right now, so... Hope you guys have a great week. Check out our previous episodes and the new episode coming out later, the Fresh Jams update, and the one we're going to be having coming out about a new movie we're breaking down Saturday. It's a surprise. See you guys later.